for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Welcome, everybody, to another live and amplified livecast. I'm your host, Tom Quiet, and we are back at it again with another amazing podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. He's from, from Hobbs, New Mexico, which is an area that I'm very familiar with. I spent about four years in Roswell, New Mexico. Uh, today, we have Justin Kemp of the Justin Kemp Band. How's it going today, Justin? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. I'm alive. Nice. nice. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's crazy times we're living in right now but you know at least we got the music flowing and people are creating great content and we'll, we'll kind of see where everything goes you know and music music's the one thing that connects us all so i yep. mean the fact that we're still able to do it through you know all this this stuff that's been going on uh, uh is really awesome yeah absolutely absolutely so you're born and raised in hobbs correct yeah yeah born and raised i've uh, been here my whole life i lived in lubbock for a couple of years i went to school over there for uh, music for a couple of years and then moved back but yeah i've been here most of my life awesome awesome and uh well i've never or i haven't ever like really gone down to hobbs for like music what, what's the independent scene kind of look like down in hobbs and it's it's rough down here i mean you know it's i mean it's not bad i mean you do have you know the the people that support you and uh you know the fans but as far as like the music it's more you know like rock style mm-hmm. and like metal bands. There's a lot of, a lot of uh, local metal bands like Clovis, uh, Roswell, Carlsbad, you know, Artesia, those, those areas. But I mean, it ha- they, they've treated me well, you know, I'm born and raised here. So I've made a lot of, a lot of friends that, you know, support me and, and fans. So, you know, it's been nice, but, but I mean, it's, I'll say it's rough, you know, yeah. especially like from here towards like the Lubbock area. Cause it's so populated yeah. uh, musically, you know, it, it makes it rough, but it's fun. Absolutely. And, it, you know, it's funny because it's like you, you throw out names like Clovis, Roswell and places like that. And it's like even for independent musicians, that's still a tough, tough trip to make for a one night gig because it's like two oh, yeah. hours. And it's like, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. when you're first starting out, you know, that's you know, you've got to have the money for fuel and, you know, pay your your bandmates and, you know, have pay for the gear and, mm-hmm. and make sure all your strings are tuned and changed and. Uh, food and everything if you're going to stay the night and all, all that it's tough when you're first starting out yeah, it takes you a while to kind of get into you know saving the money and building up the money and getting better paying gigs to where you can afford that yeah absolutely new Me- new mexico in general is just like a really a tough place for small bank or independent bands to really get their start but like if you can, i feel like if you can make it in new mexico you can almost make it anywhere you know oh yeah you know yeah i mean new mexico's got money but that's they got money because they don't spend it you know yeah it's one of those things that people really love your music they really enjoy it but it's hard to get them to come out because they don't want to go spend money you know which i I totally understand but being a a musician and you know that's how i make a living it does make it it makes it rough yeah absolutely absolutely so let's kind of take a step back um what originally got you into music man it's it's been a part of my life since uh, as far as i can remember 
uh, you know, I've, I've got family that are traveling evangelists and aunt, uncle, cousins, and, you know, that, that was kind of always around, you know, my life. My dad played in bands growing up, you know, constantly there's always been a guitar in the house. Uh, my granddad played a little bit, my uncles, and uh, it's just kind of always been there. You know, I did band throughout school and, you know, I started playing guitar around 10 years old, kind of picked one up, didn't really get serious till I was probably 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I, I haven't put it down since. And it's, it's always been a big part of my life. Music's always been that, that way to communicate with everybody and be friends with everybody. Or, you know, I'm very open-minded when it comes to music. So it's, it's always been there. It's been a way, way of life for me. Awesome. Awesome. Um, and so you got a new single dropping actually here. Is it 1201 Eastern or 1201 Mountain? Or is it kind of? Uh, I'm going to say Mountain Standard, right? I think it's going to be Eastern. 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 I got the, the, the smart guy over here. Give him <laughs> the, the right Sorry. details. Gotcha. But so no, yeah, it's, uh, it'll drop at midnight tonight. I think Eastern time. Uh, okay. 1201 Midnight. Tomorrow, that's the release day for it. But yeah, we're excited. So it's going to drop here probably in the next half hour or so. What's kind of going through your mind as uh, as the song gets ready to drop? Like, what have you? Yeah, what's kind of? Going I don't know, you? man. I'm I'm excited. It's a it's a fun song, and you know we've never really released anything kind of like this song. You know we ha- we've ha- we have fun songs, upbeat songs, but. We never had anything quite like this one, so it's been fun. You know, we've been we've been playing it here and there at shows. We had a couple shows kind of booked. Um, now that things have been opening up, we played it, and you know, just people's reaction are are it's it's pretty awesome to see. You know, it's a fun song, so we're excited to see how it does, how it, see if it climbs the charts, how well it does, and um, see what the uh, the feedback on it is. Yeah, it's um, it so the name of the single is "Money in My Pocket." Um, yeah. And so what, what's kind of the, I, I, well, you kind of touched on this, but what's kind of like the story behind it? Um, in my head, it's, you know, been working all week, you're stressed out or you know, whatever it may be, you know, and you got just enough money in your pocket to go have a good time with your buddies or whoever it may be. You're just looking for, you know, a good time on the weekend, uh, just to kind of for, forget everything and have a good time. Um, and uh, what what was kind of like? Why? What was it about this song that spoke to you to kind of release it right now? Oh, uh, we felt like that with everything going on that you know we needed to 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 get some some music out there, especially a fun upbeat song. You know that can make people feel good, especially with everything going on, and you know make people feel better, and you know put a pep in their step or. Maybe it, it's just that song they hear and like, man, I, that puts me in a good mood. So we we felt like it was necessary to, to kind of put out a song now. And we're also working on putting out some other songs. But this one's just so upbeat. It makes you want to move and uh, mm. puts a smile on your face when you hear it. So gotcha. And uh, are you so you yeah, when you kind of uh, alluded to this just just a minute ago. Are you working towards like an EP or an LP or is it just kind of like the single singles for, for um, right I mean, We've been we've been doing the the, the singles uh, mm-hmm. as they come. We'll write one. We'll we'll go get it done. But you know, we I I personally want to work on another uh, album or EP or you know get get a, get another album going. I haven't released an album in a long time, and uh, I think it would be good to kind of you know get a get a fresh album from scratch started uh, and get it going. Which we have been working on some songs for that too. So uh, hopefully we can get an album going. But 
I think it might be a possibility that once we get enough singles released that we're just going to make an album out of that and have like a singles album. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's it's definitely in the future, at least for me to get a get an album out there near an EP at least. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, and I mean, I say it all the time, but singles are kind of where it's at right now with it is. especially with like the Spotify algorithm and how all yeah. that works. It's like, yeah, you really need it's to tough. play this. What's up? I, mean, it, I said, yeah, I mean, it's it's tough. You know, I mean, single. You're right. Singles is where it's at. People are, you know, they hear that one song and that's all they have on repeat you know they'll they'll see that one song especially like you were saying with the algorithm on spotify you know it's always just one song at a time or you know if you like an album you got to go to that album to listen to it it doesn't just pop up in your like songs playlist and so yes i mean singles are where it's at but we we growing up i've always liked albums you know mm-hmm. hearing one song going through and seeing what was going through their minds or what their writing process was or how the music changes between song to song what the theme is and so i think it'd be fun to get another album out there Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you just brought this up. Uh, what's your writing process? What's your creative process when you sit down to write a song? It's all over the place, man. <laughs> my, my process, it could be one thing. It could be another, I could sit down and start strumming some chords and words pop out of my head or words will pop into my head and I'll start coming up with music for it. Or I'll be driving down the road and see something random that sparks an idea or it's something I've been thinking about for a while or, you know, it's motivation can come from anywhere. And I try to keep a very open mind and pay attention and try to try to use that to my advantage as far as writing music, because I mean, you can pull motivation from anywhere, but mainly for me, it's I'll sit down and start playing the guitar and uh, strumming some chords or anything I like and see if I can come up with the melody and try to fit some words to the melody. Cause I'm a big believer that the, the music has to fit the lyrics in a way, right? or, you know, lyrically it's got to fit the melody. And so, but it kind of all over the place. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so how did the uh, band kind of come together? The Justin Kemp band, how'd they, how'd y'all come together? Um, so what, uh, like I mentioned earlier, when I was in college, I went to South Plains uh, college in Loveland, Texas for, for music. And, uh, I knew, you know, as soon as I attended, I wanted to start a band and get things going and it took a little while you know meet the right people people you trust or you know you know people you feel are are good fit and uh my dad who's been with me from the start he plays uh baseball he also sings harmonies and um that's always been kind of a staple uh, with the band uh so it kind of started from there i went to college and um about a semester in uh started finding some people that i that i trusted that actually wanted to start a band and you know because up there it's all kinds of music, anything and everything you can think of, every genre, every style. Uh, but getting the getting the the hang of everything and meeting some people, making good friends, and the band was started. And uh, Dad's been with me since the beginning, and mm. you know people come and go, but you know the band's always been a big thing for me because it may be my name on there, but the the band portion of it, you know, I I wouldn't be where I'm at or doing what I'm doing without you know a band, the people that support me, and the same goes with the fans. So. Uh, uh, what's also Megan Pop? She's our fiddle player now, and uh, right now it's it's been me, you know, Papa K and, and good old Megan that have been really kind of sticking together and made up the band the last couple of years. So awesome, yeah. Uh, so how are you guys uh, holding out right now that you can't get out and play shows? Um, 
I actually, you know, the last couple of weeks, things have been opened up. We've been getting some calls for, for shows. We, we played one in Lubbock a couple of weeks ago. And then the next week we played, uh, what did we play? Uh, we played uh, Pacific Rim this last week. And we've, played, we've had a couple of gigs so far starting to kind of book up in the last couple of weeks. And we've been getting phone calls. So, uh, but during the whole time, we weren't able to do anything. It was rough, you know, yeah. trying to find anything and everything you can to keep your mind busy and, uh, not playing gig. We, we tried to take advantage of the online platform side yeah. of it, you know, doing live music and, you know, we may not be able to get to your area, but at least over the internet, we can, you know, sing some music and play some, some music for some good people. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's funny because uh, last week I had posted a thing out on like one of the Roswell music group pages, like, Hey, I'm going to be in town next weekend. If there's a band in town that wants to get together and, do a jam session or something let me know and about four people tagged your band in that post wow. and i was like wow. I, I i probably should reach out to them but i've already got a podcast book with them so i yeah yeah, <laughs> but, awesome. yeah it, so it, i learned about you before yeah so it was a it was very uh cohesive how it all happened and came together so um but like when the pandemic was like in full lockdown mode, was there, were you doing anything to kind of challenge yourself musically? Yeah. You know, I kind of, at first it was like, man, what are we going to do? And, but then I kind of started thinking, you know, this gives me more time to concentrate on writing songs or, you know, trying something I've never done before musically, as far as, you know, practicing in a way I've, I've never practiced before writing in a way I've never, you know, written before, uh, trying to write a different type of song, different style song, or, you know, just, just listening and, and doing everything I can to challenge myself and try to keep that, that spark going. Um, because man, it's one of those things. If you, if you, if you don't use it, you lose it. You know, if, if you don't keep that motivation going, which being a musician, you know, music is my life. So, I mean, it's always there, but you've always kind of got to challenge yourself because it can kind of get, uh, I don't want to say boring, uh, which is probably the right word, you know, yeah. doing the same over and over and over again, you got to kind of challenge yourself. It gets boring. You know, you got to find new limits, test yourself. And so I, for a little while there, I started, you know, practicing my skills more or trying to find a different way to incorporate them. Or, you know, I would try to see if jazz, that jazz style would fit with, you know, how I was feeling or just try to challenge myself in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, who are you, uh, listening to right now that would be, that you'd kind of consider influential for your, for you right now? Uh, as far as, uh, modern day right now. Yeah. Like uh, who, who are you listening to right now that you're kind of saying? Oh man, hey. there's, there's a couple, uh, you know, on my live, you know, I, I came across a song by Jason Isbell called cover me up. That's been, yeah, that's a phenomenal song. And then I, I came across Morgan Wallen's version of it first. He did a cover of it, and uh, I've been listening to a little bit of Morgan Wallen, Luke Combs, of course, and, um, you know, there's a lot of guys out there that are been pretty influential as far as, you know, trying to change up my style or, you know, sparking motivation for something they did or, you know, something they sang or wrote. Cool. But, yeah, it's – I'd say Morgan and, and Jason Isbell, and he's a phenomenal songwriter, Luke Combs, um, and he's – he really took advantage of that online platform side of it. I mean, he's been playing every week, you know, posting a video and being able to watch him, you know, he's been writing songs like crazy as well. So uh, I've been, I've been kind of getting some motivation from him as well. 
Uh, so obviously with the state of the world and everything going on, um, you've, you've taken a hit on a lot of the shows that you've uh, been booking. How have you, how have you kind of been, how does it feel going from like touring and playing all these big shows to just kind of like, not like a, like a slap in the face, man. It's like, you're going 60 miles an hour and somebody just slams on the brakes, yeah. you know, cause it's, that's when that's your main source of income. It kind of, kind of hurts. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, we, we try to keep, keep positive and keep our heads up and, you know, it, it's not going to last forever. You know, it's, yeah one of those things that uh you know it's all in god's time it's not in my time so why worry about it yeah. you know but at first it, it kind of it hit hard it was uh it was rough you know going from playing every weekend you know sometimes three four days out of the week a couple shows in a day mm. to nothing you know just strictly online yeah um when you're not playing music uh what do you what are you usually doing Oh, I, I like to stay pretty active. Uh, me, me and my younger brother stay pretty active. We go to the gym. We'll, we'll go on a bike ride. We're going about a 12 to 14 mile bike ride every evening. Um, uh, we play with my nephew. He keeps us pretty entertained. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, when I'm not playing music, it's, you know, I'm, I'm hanging out with the family or, you know, I'll go see a buddy down the street or go hang out with them, or maybe we'll try to go golfing or just kind of stay active or, you know, house projects or just anything to kind of keep the day busy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so one of the things that we really like to do on Live and Amplified is we like to pass on knowledge to younger musicians. Um, so what advice do you have for younger musicians that is maybe looking to just get their start in music or they're kind of at a crossroads? What advice do you have for younger musicians? Um, I'm Two things. I would say, one, never give up. You're going to be told no a hundred times before you get that one yes. Uh, you know, and that one yes will, could be life-changing for you, uh, which it is, you know, because there's there's plenty of shows where we'll call or somebody will call us and, you know, they'll tell us no. And then, you know, by six months later, they're calling us to come play back, you know, mm -hmm. because you just, you never give up and you keep going and keep striving. Um, you know, it shows that you're, you're prideful in what you do and you're hungry and you want, this is what you want. And the second thing is, is just be nice, be as nice as you can, you know, being nice to get you a long way in the world. is probably the best advice I ever got. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it rings true. You know, if you, if you're a nice person, you know, people want that. They don't want to come meet you and you're a jerk or they don't want to book you if they find out you're a jerk. You know, if you're just, if you're a nice person, a genuine person, it'll, it'll take you a long way. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, honestly, I think that's probably the most sound advice anybody can have. Cause like, I mean, just in all walks of life, it's like being nice will get you pretty much anywhere you want to go. Life, life's too short to be, to be angry or upset at everything. Just be nice, you know, brush it off. You know, it's, it's not something that, you know, another day can't fix, you know, there's always tomorrow you can try again, but being nice, you know, it, it really comes into effect when somebody's being mean to you or, you know, trying to upset you, just keep a smile on your face and keep going, especially when you're in this industry. Um, you got to keep that smile on your face because there's cameras around people taking videos or you never know who's going to be in the crowd either, you know, but you know, that's the way I was raised. I was raised to be a nice, genuine person, uh, humble. And I try my best to be, uh, I'm not perfect, but you know, I try my best to be as nice as I can. And, uh, 
I'd, I'd say that's probably the best advice I, that I have to give somebody that was given to me. And it, it's taken me a long way. It's helped me out a lot. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, so with your new single that you got coming out, Money in My Pocket, uh, where did you uh, record that at? Uh, we did that in Nashville at uh, Larry Beard Studios. Okay. Larry Beard Studio. And uh, you said somebody else helped write it or somebody else originally wrote uh, the song? Yes. So the song was written by uh, a friend of mine named Rob Corona out of Nashville. Um, and I, I was taking some uh, some vocal lessons from him at the time. He was kind of helping me with some things and broadening my spectrum vocally. And uh, he mentioned he had this song. And once I heard it, I was like, man, that's an amazing song, you know. And he, hey, would you want to sing it? You know, he said this song would be perfect for your voice because he's not a real country guy. Mm-hmm. He writes, you know, more kind of uppity, poppity, kind of easy listening stuff. And uh, but it, it's the first song that we've ever recorded that we didn't write. Uh, so I want to make sure that, you know, he gets the the credit he deserves. I may be the voice on it, but he's the one that, that was the mastermind behind the song. And But once we heard it, man, and once I started singing it, you know, I started feeling it. And I was like, yeah, man, I'd love to record this song. So that day that he showed it to me, we were already in the studio and we got it, got it recorded. Uh, we got the tracks done. It took a little while to get the vocals done because we had uh, other sessions and stuff going on. We were only there for a short time. So we yeah. kind of had to get back, get to the airport and get home. And uh, But we eventually got it done and uh, uh, got it mastered and now we're finally finally getting it ready to to get out there yeah absolutely you know and it's it's nashville is a completely different animal when it comes to recording music i hear every time somebody goes to nashville for the first time to record they're always surprised that they go in yeah. for like a six hour set and they walk out with a completely mixed and mastered oh yeah within an hour and a half yeah, yeah. you know like that's what they do that's what they do. It is mass produced, just like uh, automobile parts or anything else. It's mass produced. They're just mass producing songs, you know, in the in the quickest, most efficient way that they can. You know, you got the same five guys that that play the instruments. That'll they'll come in. They'll do probably up to four, maybe five songs in a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they'll they knock them out, man. But they're they're studying these songs. It's not like they go in here the first day and uh, they come up with it right on the spot. They they've been listening to the song for a little while. They give them like a couple weeks at least. Uh, to to listen to the song and come up with ideas and see where see how they if it fits the style of the artist they do their homework and uh, they do a really good job yeah that is crazy that, if you don't know your not your stuff when you get there it kind of throws you for a loop <laughs> yeah absolutely and like that that's why they work with the same musicians because it's like oh yeah you know that you know how you know what they're using you can mm-hmm. probably preset a lot of the a lot of the post mixing stuff because. You know, you're using the same exact musician, uh, but you know, it, it's just so crazy. Like, you go in 90 minutes later, you have a completely mixed and mastered That's song. Crazy. You know, yeah, like when you're first starting out, you're in your room on your laptop, you know, GarageBand or whatever, uh, whatever the audacity. You're recording your thing, and it takes you <laughs> a week to get it down. And you yep. go to Nashville if you don't if you don't do your homework and kind of have an idea of how things work there, it kind of throws you for a loop. Like I was in here for an hour and I'm, this song's already done. Yeah. You know, it, within the first 30 minutes, they've got the tracks laid and your vocals done. The yeah. next 30 minutes is getting it mixed and mastered. And you're walking out the door within an hour with the song. Yeah. And it's one of those things where if you're not educated, you may get a false sense. Of, I don't want to say a false sense of security, but like if you go to any other studio in any other part of the country, that same song may take them 
a few days, a few weeks, you know, whatever. And so like they, they set up this really high standard in Nashville, but it's like, yo, this is what they do in Nashville. Like for living studio musicians, man, uh, session players, they're, 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 they're rare to come by, you know, it's a rare thing to get into as far as if you want to be a session player, you really got to know your stuff and it's a Mm -hmm. hard circle to get into from what I've, I've heard. And, you know, from other people, yeah. Um, because I mean, like you said, they're using the same musicians because they 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 know what they're doing. They do their homework and they just they play so well and they know how to pick from different sides of the board musically yep. that, you know, it, it works. Yeah. Have you ever had the opportunity to kind of sit in and do like a studio session for another artist? No, I have not been blessed with that opportunity as of yet, but hopefully that's on the bucket list. And hopefully one of these days I'll be, I'll be able to, you know, whether strumming a couple chords or, or whatever, you know, Hey, let's try this here. You know, whatever. I haven't had that opportunity quite yet. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so it, as being somebody that's been out and toured all across, all across the country, um, is there a place that you haven't played yet that you'd really like to get out and play? Europe, man. That's what I've heard. They love country music over there. That's one place we haven't been yet that we've been wanting to get to. I heard they are some uh, line dancing fools over there. Yeah, the UK. Like, I, I, we've had... my, I think my biggest supporters are from the UK, mm-hmm. uh, as far as numbers wise. Yeah, they like. There's several. I've I've had several UK country artists on the podcast over the last few weeks, and. It's really interesting because a lot of them, they just want to move to that. Na- they want to get to a point where they can move to Nashville. Yeah. They, they record a lot of their music already in Nashville. And it's like, all right, well, I'm kind of ready to move there or base myself out of there because the going back and forth is getting a little old. But, you know, yeah. it, but, you know, what's cool about the UK country because they've got like their own country scene they're building out there. Yeah. And it's like authentic to them. So they're not singing about trucks, cowboy hats, shooting whiskey, cowboy boots. You know, they're not singing about that because that's not what their country life's about. And so they're really out there just kind of building their own sound off of the American sound. Like they're kind of they're yeah. studying what's popular here. I've heard a few of them say that they want to come out here to Texas and learn about red dirt country and yeah. the outlaw country and all that stuff and it's like awesome do it like if that's Absolutely, what you can you can never learn too much from listening to other artists i mean that that's one thing that you're always pulling from from anywhere you know yeah. pulling any kind of knowledge you can from anywhere whether you learn a guitar lick here or a chord shape here or a melody here uh, uh how to rhyme different words here you know you're always pulling things from other people because you know it's that's just how it's done you know so it's, it's good to get that knowledge and and that's awesome to hear that they're kind of creating their own thing over there yeah and i also found out that if you're a good dobro player and go out to the uk you could make a killing because they just oh, don't yeah, have any, they don't dobro have probably one of my favorite instruments to listen to yeah i, I can imagine you make a killing over there in the uk yeah you well and it's more just because they don't have anybody to play and so, like, right now, just to have a Dobro player on retainer for oh, yeah. an album or whatever, it's, like, madly expensive because there's, like, one Dobro player for every 18 yeah. guitar player, you know? So it's just not Jeez. feasible. Somebody's going to have to corner the market on that. Yeah, pretty That's much. Awesome. So, but 
what's what what do you kind of hope people get out of the new single as we kind of we're about two minutes away before the uh, single officially drops on the on the east coast or for as far as the east coast time goes so what do you hope people really get out of the single uh i would say not to take life so seriously all the time you know the song's about having a good time and you know kind of kind of shaking loose at the end of the week and having a good time um and and just being positive you know positivity especially right now so that, that's one of the main reasons we put the song out you know just be positive you know take a deep breath if something's getting to you take a minute but uh yeah i'd say positivity and you know just kind of realizing that there's always another day or you know we hope it puts a smile on people's face awesome awesome and then uh where can people kind of uh find the single when it drops where can people find you on social media all that fun stuff uh justinkitman.com uh you can find anything you want to know about us on there um we're also on facebook uh justin kitman on facebook instagram is the justin kit book uh as far as the single it's on they're justin kit bands are um but as far as the single uh, releasing it'll be on itunes spotify pando anywhere you can download stream music it'll be on so uh i think the pre-sales up on itunes actually i think it's everywhere as well awesome awesome and you can probably download or uh, save the sing or get the single on Spotify right now, as it is officially midnight, twelve oh one on the East Coast. So. Absolutely. So if you owe y'all on the East Coast, go download it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But uh, I want to thank you so much for giving me the time to sit here and chat with you as your album or as your single. I don't know why I keep saying album for whatever <laughs> reason. It's just like album. Well, nope, nope. It's a single. Oh, uh, cool, man. albums. Yeah. So uh, go go check out Money in My Pocket with the by the Justin Kemp Band. Um, once again, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Thank you everybody for tuning in, and we'll catch you guys later. Thank you so much for having me.